That's right. This is Marvel 616 Politics, and this is issue 41. Can you believe it, Jared Mayo? 41 issue. I can't believe it. I can't. I can't believe it. Uh, I'm I'm Andy Corby. This guy making fun of me is Jared Mayo, and I've not started yet. Not started? I haven't started making fun of you yet. Oh, you haven't even gotten started. Oh, that's oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> so, you're just giving me uh, ammunition, dude. We haven't done this. It feels like so long because so much stuff has happened. I think it's just been three weeks, right? Has it? I think it's been. It may just be three weeks because we did two weeks in a row. Yeah. So you guys all got treated to that. Yes, it was a treat. It was a treat. I I was I was happy, you know. We spoiled them. <laughs> well, we have a wonderful show lined up tonight. And let me just tell you a quick little story that just happened while I was waiting for you to finish up picking out your Tina Awards. Zing! That's what you think I was doing. <laughs> oh, I got mine. You're never going to guess them. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, so, Chris Batista, I was like, I'm not sure exactly who this guy is, right? I get a little note on my Facebook. You know, I'm on my Facebook trying to write, actually, our friend Ben Kaufman back. Um, AKA, yeah, he has a proposition for you. That's kind of weird. Do I? Oh, yeah, yeah. He uh, he laid it out for me. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a proposition, all right. I don't know. I'm really going to have to think long and hard about this. Um, this idea he's got. He's trying to pitch me on a comic book. Cool. Yeah, I know. And his art, he sent me a piece of the art, and I was like, holy cow. I don't know if I can write this story, but I definitely want to write something for him. So um, anyway, I was doing that, and then all of a sudden I get this notice, oh, Chris Batista tagged you in a photo. And I'm like, Chris Batista, I'm not sure who that is. So I go check out this photo, right? Mm-hmm. And... Um, it is amazing. I was like, holy cow, did he do this or did he copy somebody? And because I basically don't know hardly any of my friends on Facebook, I'm like, you know, I don't know. So I looked him up on Wikipedia. He tagged me in this photo and um, you got Rags Morales that likes this photo. You have um, Mark McKenna, who's an inker who likes this photo. And I'm like, holy cow, he tagged me on this. I, I don't understand what's going on. And so I looked him up on Wikipedia. He's done, um, let's see, I had him up here. Wait, what was the photo? Is it really of you? Uh, no, it's not of me, but he he tagged me in it. Why? Well, I'm getting to that, man. Oh, sorry, sorry. Let's see here. Let me get to, if you go to um, Chris Batista and he works at DC Comics... If you search him on Facebook, you'll find it. It's a, the new photo added 29 minutes ago. Ugh. View all 19 comments. Woo! All right. So I'm like, man, this this photo is fan-freaking-tastic. Why in the world did he want me to see this, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm reading the I'm, – I'm reading – I'm just going to go through the comments. Ken Frederick, pure insanity. Jesus Reyes, super fantastic. Rob Clifford, the level of detail that you put into these is just amazing. Chris Batista, so this is the artist commenting back. Okay, It was the rare time I got to draw exactly what I wanted, and I was craving me some The Andy Kirby. That's what it says. Did you look this up? I'm looking now. Oh, I got a screenshot of it. So I was like, blown away i was like I, I don't really know who this guy is i don't know if he's fooling around because i get tagged in photos all the time somebody tagged me at the iphone conference somebody tagged me they think i work for newsarama somebody tagged me that works at newsarama and says <laughs> i work with them so uh man i got i've gotten emails about that like in panic are you are you working for newsarama you, you got me give me in touch with them like uh no sorry so uh i wrote back and i was like Yep, that's from that's that's me for sure. And then he wrote back and he was like, "Oh, crud, spell check. I meant King Kirby." And uh-huh. I was like, I was like, "Oh, I was hoping that the love was for me." And he said, "Well, now it is." And I said, "You're the best, Batista." And he said, "Nothing <laughs> but love, baby." And then I said, "This is going to definitely be talked about in tonight's uh, Marvel 616 Politics podcast." And then I said, 
I'll send you over my latest script and we can hash out the details over coffee. It's pretty meta, but I think it's right up your alley. And he said, cool. So I sent him a couple scripts of mine. Wow. So I, I and the way I, I worded it, I was like, hey, man, thanks for being cool about the picture. You're, you're a great guy. I love your art. And I would love to get some constructive criticism about these eight-page scripts. So anyway, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm reading it right now. That's sweet. But look like at that drew, look at that picture, man. He drew X-Men Adventures. I didn't know that. These are fantastic. Are you looking at some of his other stuff? No, I th- I think uh, we're cutting out. Why? Cuz this is the fourth time I've had like a 5 second pause where I haven't heard you talking. Oh, well that the first one I I mean, I don't know. I may not be talking. I don't know. I may not be oh, communicating. No. You talk a lot. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so what are you doing this evening? What's going on? Dude, I'm excited about you getting in touch with Chris Batista. Batista. That's awesome, man. He was like going back and forth with you on Facebook. You got to make sure you post that up, uh, that screenshot up on uh, on our wall. Oh, I did take a screenshot. And I'll post it up when the show goes up. Yeah. Which will be ready tomorrow, right? Oh, holy cow. Probably not. But Saturday, I think so. Edit it through. Edit through the night. What? And just be ready for work in the morning. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Jackie's like, I'm not going to wait up for you because you're always late. I was like, oh, that's <laughs> true. Don't wait up. So anyway, we had a lot going on. What, what's going on in your personal life? Before we jump into the world of comics. The world of comics. What's going on with you? What What's going on with me? Well, I've got these great wheat pins that were on sale. I'm eating those right now. Oh, that's fantastic. Wheat thins. That's I like. I gotta be honest, that that's the epitome of uh of, of our day there. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. And my mother in law found some ranch wheat thins in her cabinet um from June. They expired last June. And she gave them to me and I tried them and they were still good. Wheat thins are stale to begin with, sir. Yeah, pretty much. But I've had like super stale wheat thins and those are nasty. And uh, actually, we need to have Wheat Thins sponsor this because we're talking about them. Why are you eating that crud? That's disgusting, man. I don't like those at all. Wheat Thins? Why are we talking about this? You asked me what I was doing. No, I said, well, what's going on in your life? Not what are you doing right now. You said what I do tonight. I mean Wheat Thins. I don't know if I said tonight. Oh, my God. Oh, dude. Do you know what's coming up next weekend? Um, No. The Gem City Comic Convention. Gem City? Holy Toledo. you're not going to be here. Because you went to go see your new nephew. Yeah, that's partially accurate. I went (laughs) to see a niece. Oh, a niece. But it wasn't even... He's not really even my sibling. It's just we were roommates together in college. Oh, that's weird. Because you said it was your brother's. What? No, 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 no. Yeah. Definitely you texted me that you were going to Texas to see your brother's kid. No, my brother lives in town with me. I know. That's why I was like, who's in Texas? I said brother. Pretty pretty sure. I'll have to look. Uh, how was your trip? Oh, it was good. I took uh, Deidre, my middle child, and it was me and her, and we went up there and spent a few days. Jackie missed me a lot. I'm not going to lie. I mean, <laughs> big surprise on that, right? I mean, right, uh-huh. so, <laughs> so I came back early and... Uh, Anyway, you know, I had a good trip. I kind of helped out with the baby. Gave him a little break. When the baby was crying, I held her. Okay, you didn't say your brother's baby. Aha! Tim's new baby. Right, yeah, Timmy. Uncle Tim. So you just took Deidre? Yeah. How'd you decide that? Did you, like, have him draw straws? We casted lots. Very biblical. No, not really. (laughs) We... (laughs) Uh, well, it was basically, you know, I could take, I wanted all of us to go, but Jackie was like, I'm not going to subject their new child to our youngest one who is still going through the terrible twos. And um, you're like, which one is least likely to go to the ER while I'm gone? I know. Uh, Deidre, you. I know. <laughs> go with me. <laughs> She's probably most likely. <laughs> so um, <laughs> anyway, we, uh, 
we ended up going um going over there and it's because um felicity couldn't get out of school and deidre is homeschooling right now and um i could have taken deidre and ellie but jackie was like nah don't do that that's ridiculous so i didn't want to leave jackie with all three of the girls so you got some some daughter bonding time yeah it was good i mean it was a seven hour drive over there and a five and a half hour drive back because of traffic and so we got yeah we got some good uh good time tell stories and ask questions and stuff like that we were listening to uh one of my favorite commentators chuck missler and um he was saying all this stuff and she said dad is that true? And I was like, yeah, it's true. And she's like, no, that's a lie. And I was like, no, no, no. He's talking about a lie, but what he's saying about the lie is true. And so we had a long conversation about that. Now, how old is Deidre? She is four. She will be five in May. Okay. Because, yeah, I was wondering, like, just daddy and Deidre, you know, four-year-old and a 29, right? Yeah, keep counting. Twenty nine. Like what? Uh, what is that seven hour conversation like? Man, for the first two hours, it didn't stop, and it was like <laughs> it was insane. But we listened to a lot of Adventure and Odyssey, um, oh. and then the commentator, the Bible commentator, Chuck Missler. So we kind of, and then you know we talked for a little bit and stuff like that, and then we ate. Dad, can we get a submarine sandwich? Oh. I'm like, what, what? What? She's like, that big sandwich, you know, the submarine place. I'm like, Subway? She's like, yeah, let's go to Subway. <laughs> you guys not have Subway in your town? She, I don't know, but she, I mean, sometimes I bring Subway home for lunch for Jackie, and so she's like, where's my sandwich? I'm like, gotcha. oh, this, is, this is just for mom. It's very special. And she's like, oh, man, maybe one day you can bring me a sub sandwich. Oh, my gosh. Her, that apple did not fall far from the tree at all, did it? <laughs> She sounds just like you. <laughs> I mean, she may sound like me, but I oh. thought you meant because she likes good food, and I, I like to eat a lot of food as well. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, she just sounds like she's kind of silly like you. <laughs> so, like, she would just be like, oh, I want to stop. Like, I could see you acting like that. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> and so then you drove back too. then. That was another seven hours. Uh, yeah, but this time without traffic because it was like in the middle of the night. It was five and a half hours, and she was asleep. So, gotcha. Yeah, I listened to uh, No Agenda, which is Adam Curry and uh, John C. Dvorak. I listened to that for like five hours. Who are they? Um, well, you know Adam Curry. He's that MTV VJ I had lunch with. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and then uh, John C. Dvorak. He's uh, he's a he's a writer for like um, what was he write for PC Magazine? Some market watch, stuff like that. Mm. So uh, I listened to their show. Their show is like two and a half hours long, two hours, 45 minutes. People complain about our show. Good. People complain. Who complains about our show? I'll cut them. <laughs> okay. Uh, I won't tell is you it then. Jen? Jen was... Capelli? <laughs> no, it wasn't. But speaking of Jen's, I had gotten an interesting conversation with Jen Grunewald. Do you know her? Is, it, is she like the editor? She is. She works. She works in the trades department at Marvel, actually. Oh. Yeah, we were talking about um, atheism and Christianity. Oh. She is a die-hard atheist, man. Mm. That's She's. A shame. Yeah, I, 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 I was sad for her. I told hey, her. I've been there, done that. What? Redemption. Been there, yeah. done that. <laughs> Tell me about that. You were an atheist. Oh yeah, before I went to Cedarville. Ooh, a, a rare look into the the world <laughs> of Jared. Time. What? We're, we're, we'll talk about that another time. No, gonna... I want to know. I want to know. I, I, okay. <laughs> Tell me your atheistic views. Like, like, like I, I'm not being facetious. I mean, like, what was your um, overall, like, your modus operandi? What was your basis for belief? Because mm, I had questions and I couldn't find any answers. And... Uh, the people that I knew that were church people, they they weren't given, they weren't approaching me to give me answers, and uh, I didn't see a whole lot of fruit in their lives. Like I didn't see, uh, you know, why would I want to be a Christian when I see what you do? You know, you don't seem very much different than me. Right. And, uh, when you don't have your questions answered, uh, it's tough. You know, it's when you can't understand a fundamental principle of 
why do bad things happen to what I classify good people? You know, that's a huge, that's a huge question mark that uh, if you're not open to receiving the answer, uh, you just harden yourself to the whole world and you justify there being no creator. Well, uh, if I may have a follow-up question, what, what changed your mind or what opened your eyes from my perspective, opened your eyes to know that there are answers to those type of questions out there? Well, cause I, I it's a whole long story, Andy, but short is I visited a church, um, with my best friend in high school, they the whole message that day was right to that question. First time I had been in church in years, you know, since like my cousin was baptized when I was like ten, you know, and I was right. eight, I was almost nineteen years old. That sermon was all about those questions, and they showed that they cared for me. I mean, just two days late, the next day I came home from work that Monday, and there was a bag of homemade cookies wrapped on my door that said, we really appreciate you coming to worship with us. Hope to see you again soon. And I just started crying. I was like, these people that I don't even know just have a cared for me. They didn't have to, even as something as simple as a cookie, they still took the time to make all, you know, 10 different kinds of cookies, wrap them up, put them in a bag, write me a note, find my address, drive to my house, leave them there. They're not asking for anything return. It was an absolutely free gift without anything asked for in return. Very similar to what Christ did for us. And it was just, it was overwhelming. So I went back the next week and um, got some more answers uh, for my questions and uh, haven't turned turned back since. <laughs> wow, man. There's, there is, <clears throat> every time we do the show, I realize there's so much about you I really don't know. We didn't hang out in college, you know? I, know. <laughs> I don't even know how we came to this podcast. We we knew Eric. We were really good friends with Eric. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. Oh, if you're a new listener, it's uh I kind of approach... now alienated you. <laughs> what? What'd you say? We've now alienated you if you are diehard atheist. <laughs> oh, that's well, you know, whatever. I mean, we we don't make any bones about it. We don't push it on people, but this is just a huge part of our lives, so you know, yeah, whatever. We you listen to the podcast. What'd you say? <laughs> we don't make you listen to the podcast either. No, no, it's a podcast. You can fast forward. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, for those of you who are new listeners, um, it, uh, Jared and I were like. We didn't really hang out. The one interaction that we had, Jared threatened to push me into a display that had laser guarded uh, an alarm, and I was like, "When was the, I? Don't even remember this." Yeah, dude, it was at the uh, oh, it was the Wilberforce Museum, the Afro American Museum, and I'm not joking. That's what it's called. The were Afro. We in the, were we in Miss Moore's English class together? We were in two separate English comp classes, but they the field trip was combined. And I threatened to push you? <laughs> yes, I don't understand. I was I think sure. I was walking next to Jackie and you were like, I'm about to push you into that alarm, man. And I think you even <laughs> did shove me a little bit. And I was like, who's this jerk? <laughs> yeah, right, whatever. We went on a double we went on a group date too. First? No, that was I'm talking about my first interaction with you. Oh, that was my first interaction? The first time I met you, I said that to you? Yes. Whoa, I left an impression. What I, you certain you certainly did. I think there's more to that because, see, I can't remember. So you can just say whatever you want to, and I have to say, okay, I guess you're right. The second time I met you, I think <laughs> that they uh, they took you, you guys just walked into our dorm room, uh, you and Eric and Dwight. And Dwight? Who's Dwight? Ben Ben Kaufman. Ben Kaufman. Oh. <laughs> for some reason, that's his. What's that's why I called him for four years, Dwight. I don't know. I didn't realize his name was Ben until <laughs> year number three. He went to college. He changed his name. Did he really? Not not legally, but yeah. Oh. He's like, hey, I'm Dwight. What's going on? I was like, hey, Dwight, what's up? <laughs> and like forever, that's what I call him. Whoa. I'm so, learning so much. So yeah, you get the three of you guys came into the room. I'm like, who are these guys? And I think you knew Ed. Oh, yeah. I heard of Ed. You've I've heard? Ed. I've heard things. I've heard things. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Well, at the time, Ed was a very good friend of mine, and we were rooming together. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, man. We were really tight. 
now not so much. Is he still around? We can talk later. You mean is he still alive? I don't know. Yeah, that was more of the question. <laughs> <laughs> There's a good chance he might not be. Anyway, let's <laughs> let's end that conversation. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Hey, this what? is Marvel Six One Six Politics. You can email us at Marvel Six One One Marvel Six One Six Politics at Gmail dot com. You can. Follow us on Twitter at 616politics.com. You can listen to us on iTunes. Let's just do bit.ly slash marvel616politics.com. And what's the other one I'm missing? Oh, go to our website, marvel616politics.com. So you... it's it's really easy. I mean, like, we're we're everywhere. Just look up marvel616politics.com. And, and uh, we have two more. Jared, go for it. I cut you off. No, you're fine. Have you ever Googled us? Um, a long time ago. Well, you can Google us, too. But, uh, you can give us a call, give us a shout, give us a rant, tell us how much you love us and, um, your favorite flavor of wheat thins. We'd love to know. And you can give us a call doing that. 616-755-TINA. That's 616-755-T-I-N-A. Or you can look us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash marvel616politics where we have interaction all the time, every day, Andy or myself is on there, posting pictures, polls, questions, reviews, issues, you name it, stuff is there, look it up, feel free to jump in the conversation or start your own thread as well. Goodness, man, we own a lot of this. What's that? Well, Google. What do you mean? Hey, man, like, we're... If you you look us up... We are. We have. Well, we got four pages, I guess. So, we're pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we're on. Uh, you look at us at like hideous energy and stuff too. Did you say our Twitter as well? Yes, Twitter.com/slash616politics. Yeah, I'm constantly on that all day. So, I mean, when I'm at work. Mm. And anyway, anyway. Wait, good stuff. Don't we? Didn't we ran a contest uh, the past couple weeks? Didn't we? Yes, yes, we did. It's it's Modoc March Madness. Woo, Modoc! <laughs> Which he has got to be the weirdest character next to Mojo. Oh, I don't think Mojo's even the same league as Modoc. Uh, this guy, I mean, he's so. What's the what's the adjective we're gonna use here? Frumpy. Frumpy, crazy, weird. He just, he, I can see why people are just obsessed with him and like to make fun of him. He's an odd character. He definitely is. So what's, uh... I love the MODOK on Superhero Squad. I'm not sure if your girls ever watch it, but he's just hilarious. And my nieces and nephews think he's the best. No, I don't think we've got that far where MODOK's there. Uh, he's in the first episode. Well, then in that case, I probably <laughs> have. So, Modoc's crazy. Anyway, we we were saying, okay, whoever comes just posts the best picture of Modoc, they get a prize, and we will disclose the prize when we pick the winner. Actually, it's one of two things. If you've ordered from DCBS before, then we have to pick another prize. But if you haven't, we have a special discount for you. And our winner is with okay. the quote. I'm scrolling down. Oh man. Modoc loves you this much, and he's got his hands sticking out there, and it's—I think it's a T-shirt. If this is a T-shirt, I—I want this T-shirt. So, listeners, if you're listening, listeners, I want this T-shirt that says Modoc loves you this much. So, Jason Edwards, you are our winner. In second place, winning nothing at all, Dwayne Lindsay with Modoc trying to use the urinal. <laughs> Sorry, Dwayne. That's a great one. That's really good. For, there's I, I so also many like funny pictures. I also like this uh, Modoc versus Squirrel Girl. That's really funny too. Yeah, I I, I didn't see one that I was like, I don't like that one. I like the live one too. That guy sitting with like a yellow box and red stockings. Yellow box and red stockings. He's like a real person. I think Jason put that one up too. Oh. Yeah, that's even older. I gotta scroll down even further for that. 
Oh, no, yeah, I see it. <laughs> I just felt weird watching, looking at that, but it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, hmm, I don't know. Hey, it was awesome that you found yourself on the trailer, man. Yeah, I'm like uh, a second and a half. I'm running. How in the world did you see that? That's what I want to know. I just re- I recognize that scene. I remember being in that scene, and I saw like 100 people and said, I got to be in there. I looked and looked and looked and looked. I could not find it. And Jennifer's like, oh, there you are. Yeah, but but it doesn't look like you're running. It just looks like you're standing there when everybody else is running. It looks like you are actually the person that is standing up to the evil that is coming. Well, that's in later scenes. But if you watch the trailer, in the first five seconds, that scene plays and you'll see me running. What I should do is I should get the trailer and crop it to just that second and post that on the Facebook page. Oh, definitely. Now, let me ask you, this wreckage that we're seeing on this picture, is that all? was that all added in later, or what? Nope, that was there. Really? Um, it looked like Cleveland seriously got destroyed. I remember the first day they took us out on set, everybody was just like, oh, wow. We were just amazed. It was just destroyed. That is pretty amazing. I thought all that was CGI'd in afterwards. Nope. Nope, that was all. Like, the... um. There's a spot where there's a high ride, a highway that was CGI'd, and obviously all the lasers and the people flying around, but all the rubble, the explosions, that happened. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, it was sweet. It brought back a lot of memories, and um, actually one of the guys, one of the extras, got in touch with um, AMC Theaters up in Cleveland where it was filmed, and they're gonna host all the extras a day early and have a premiere with a red carpet and the media. And uh, it's gonna be like a you know cocktail dresses and and all kinds of stuff. It's gonna be a pretty cool premiere. So you're gonna wear your best dress? Well, I'm not gonna go. <laughs> what? Why not? I, I'm gonna choose to stay down here and see it all at midnight with my friends. Oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. But, but we're having shirts made up. All the extras that aren't going are having uh, professional shirts made up with their extra number on it and Avengers logo and stuff. So it'll oh, be. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and I bought some toys today at Target. And the girl's like, oh, the Avengers movie's coming out soon. And I love to just tell people I was in it. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like, in the trailer. You can see me. I'm in yeah. the upper right-hand corner. I don't know if you recognize me. I was like, I was in it. And she goes, really? And I said, oh, it was awesome. We just ran from Alien. Like, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> now, now, okay, is it to a point yet where you can tell us if they're aliens or if they're just, like, frost giants? I really don't know. I, From what we learned on set and what we had heard up there we all thought it was scrawls and so i feel like i was even duped and i was in the freaking movie huh interesting but i don't know because there are quite a few scenes with the heroes fighting each other too so it could be an all-new race i'm kind of in the dark now well my mom is super psyched believe it or not and she's like hey we should all go see it together that's amazing yeah yeah so i'm all for that all right, well, before we get too far into it, Discount Comic Book Service, this podcast is brought to you by Discount Comic Book Service. That's dcbservice.com and their sister site, In Stock Trades. And actually, this evening, we're going to be talking about In Stock Trades. Did you know that for 12 months in a row, Jared, they're having an end of the world sale at In Stock Trades? Oh, because the, the world's going to end in December? Uh, December 21st. I don't know if you're keeping up with that, but yes. That sucks. You're just a few days shy of your birthday. I know. I thought that. I was like, come on, Mayans. Come on, Gilzakwa. Fail. He's the lizard serpent. I don't know if you know that. So. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So the winged serpents, the winged reptiles are supposed to come back. I'm thinking aliens, so. Hmm, that would explain this warm summer, this warm spring, this warm winter. Right. That would not the sun or the solar flares or anything like that. I thought it was Dr. Octopus, but whatever. I read that somewhere. Anyway, so um, In Stock Trades, month three is the polar shift is what they're calling. Uh, there's a sale on all Dark Horse trades, 45% off, and all Oni Press trades, Oni Press books, 38% off. And shipping, of course, over $50 is free. Cool. Yeah, so we thank uh, InStockTrades and DCBService.com uh, for sponsoring the show. 
and for the uh, great gift that you're providing with Jason Edwards. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. Thank so, you for- uh, Jason, you got a, a special discount coming your way. Hopefully, uh, that's all going to work out. It's kind of – we'll have to talk about it. So uh, If it's not good enough, we'll give it to Dwayne. So be happy. What? All right. I guess that makes sense. <laughs> Beggars can't be choosers, Jason. Whoa. Calm down. <laughs> I think we need to get right into it. Let's do some State of the Union. All right. All right. State of the Union. I like State of the Union. We got some news, man. News. So Wonder WonderCon happened. It did. Yeah, did you go? No. Did you? No. Did you see that San Diego sold out even faster than last year? Did it really? I didn't even know when tickets were going on sale. I didn't either. They sold out within an hour this year. Oh, so the system didn't fail every single time? No. This year, though, they, they put the wrong link in the email, so it really upset a lot of people. And there are people that had been going since it first started that weren't able to get tickets because of this. How are they? How do they get tickets every single year? How do they get preference? Deference? Well, no, they, back when it was just you know fifteen hundred people, you know back when it was brand new. I, I think it started like the seventies or eighties. They're like, yes, we've been going for twenty years, and this is the first year we haven't got tickets. Like, oh, that sucks. That ain't right. Oh, that sucks. Give somebody else a chance. Ah! Oh no, he did it. <laughs> All right, so WonderCon happened. There's a couple things that they uh, brought up. And actually, um, we had uh, an announcement at South by Southwest for Marvel Comics. Did you see that? We don't usually see comics at South by Southwest, as far as I know. No, because it was all the media techie stuff. Right, right. And some music this year thrown in there. So, uh, Captain Marvel coming back. What do you think? I hope it's a (laughs) scroll. It was just the death of Captain Marvel was such a good story. Leave it, just leave it be. Unless you can do it like Bucky, leave it be. Are you not up on your news? Carol is going to be the new Captain Marvel. Yeah, but didn't you see the pictures of the? Weren't there pictures of Captain Marvel coming back in the X Men versus Avengers? I don't think so, man. Are you sure? No, I'm not sure. Now you're making me second guess myself. But what I'm thinking, I, I thought that. She was going to pick up the mantle, but maybe he comes back to pass it on? Hmm. Why don't you talk and I'll do some research. All right. So what I'm thinking is, if she constantly looks up to him, why would she take his mantle? Like, I guess it makes sense, but you you have that, you know, you you aspire to be that uh, that hero. And so once you become that hero, all you can do is aspire to be as good as that hero, you know, and say, oh, and, and it's all this disdain, like self-loathing, like, oh, I don't measure up. I wish that I could. I don't think it's a good move, man. You're right. I was wrong. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't either. And the costume looks awful and her haircut looks awful. Right. Her hair is a mess, man. I don't care about the costume, but the <laughs> hair, as much as the hair. Yeah, it should, she's definitely going to go back. She's got to go back. That She just looks like a mess. <laughs> Well, I don't know what's going on, but Carol Danvers is such a good character, and uh, I thought Bendis did a great job with her in Mighty Avengers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of made me get back into her character, because she wasn't... I mean, where had she been for so long until Bendis kind of took hold of her? Well, she had... Well, at that time, she had her own miniseries at the same time by Brian Reed, if you remember. Yeah. Do you Did you read that? No. Well, I mean, she, like had a budding romance with Spider-Man, and um, they didn't get too far into it, but, you know, they, they started... I think they actually went out on a date one time. I remember it, that. I did read that. It was fantastic. I And, you know, Brian Reed, he's now working for uh, Ubisoft or something. He's, he's doing the Halo franchise, but he doesn't write comics anymore. And so we're never going to get to explore that, and now they're doing this with the character, and I, I don't know. I'm not one that necessarily knock every change that comes down <laughs> but what but we do no but uh, i mean there are things i like and things i don't like and i just think that she is such a compelling character as she is and i think the costume has a lot to deal with it too yeah it's nasty so it's like it's very it's a little too masculine <laughs> i think well that's true and i think it's supposed to be more of an homage to um, 
you know, to Captain Marvel. But um, what I liked about her costume was its simplicity made it stand out. You it mean her really her previous one? Yeah, her. I mean, she wore a black leotard with a red sash and a lightning bolt on it. That's pretty simple. Right. I thought it was yes. blue, but yes, pretty simple. Blue? What? No. No. Are you color? Are you blind? I don't know. I always just assumed it was a really dark blue. Uh, well, I mean, that's a battle, too. Like, is Wolverine, does he wear blue or is his mask black? Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. All right. Well, okay. What do you think? Or are you going to pick it up? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Well, good. Well, I mean, when do I not try some? I mean, first of all, we're going to have to read it for the show. I told you. You were. You seem so surprised that we're... That we're reviewing Avengers Assembled number one. We always pick up number ones. I know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, so we'll be we'll be doing the number one on the show, I'm sure. Uh, what about Infinite Comics? The move to digital. Yeah, what do you think? <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, they've been trying this for a long time, right? We had Motion Comics released through iTunes, which I bought all of them. And... Uh, well, actually, no, just the just the Spider-Woman ones. I don't think I bought the... You didn't get the X-Men ones? No, oh, I don't think so. Were they good? <laughs> I enjoyed it. Jennifer liked it. Well, that's cool. I mean, I like the motion comic. I, I, I really thought it took off, but the medium, uh, the audience wasn't there for that medium. Yeah. Like, it costs so much time and money to do that for mm. such little return that they were like, you know what, we might as well just make an animated cartoon like, you know, Batman Under the Red Hood, which was phenomenal. People loved it, you know? Why are we talking about DC? Do you not know Spider-Man's new cartoon is coming out? Right, but I'm talking about a full-length... Well, okay, I was talking about a movie, but yeah, Spider-Man's new cartoon coming out. Have you not watched any of the Marvel cartoons, full-length movies? Which ones? Like Planet Hulk or Ultimate Avengers? Oh, I have not, actually. Doctor Strange, Iron Man, The Kid Avengers, uh, Thor vs. Hulk, Wolverine vs. Hulk. I watched a little bit of uh, Thor vs. Hulk. I don't know. I don't know. For some reason, the, the, the Marvel movies don't really intrigue me that much because they're all characters I don't really care about. Planet Hulk was really good. I really liked Planet Hulk, and Wolverine vs. Hulk was really good. And... Uh, I thought Iron Man was pretty decent. Well, Iron Man, Iron Man had I his own movie. Asleep. Never mind. I fell asleep. Never mind. That one wasn't that good. Oh, it was where he was fighting the Mandarin. No, he fights it. Well, at the end, he kind of does, but I fell asleep. I I think I fell asleep watching that too, actually. But, but I mean, why would... animated series is going to be really good. Yes, I am looking forward to the Ultimate Spider-Man. But oh. see, the the latest one, the Spectacular Spider-Man, was fantastic. I don't know how they could do it better than that. But have you seen the trailer for it? No, I haven't. Dude, look it up. It's on uh, Newsarama. You, it's on Newsarama. I thought it was on thecomicreport.com. Maybe. Uh, you know what? I just pay people to run that site. I don't really know what's going on in that. <laughs> <laughs> No, you you should definitely look it up. He breaks the fourth wall. There's lots of guest appearances. The animation is clean and crisp. Looks really good. I'll look it up. Dude, there's so many news stories I look at every day. I can't can't read them all, but I guess I should. I think I probably highlighted it and and said, okay, I'll come back to this. Do you know, like, I I get, you know, a moderate amount of hits every day on that website. The one day that I posted that story about, um... Wiccan and Hulkling kissing finally. Uh huh. My sight hits septupled. Really? Yes. Wow. So, and then it, <clears throat> like that was it. It kind of like slowed back down and went down to to double and everything. And I was like, holy cow, people, I people really liked that story. I was surprised. Hmm. <laughs> interesting yeah that's when i was like oh man i could have advertising in this page and then like a few days later i was like oh man no no way yeah but to be able to use those figures from that day to get your advertising it was pretty interesting that's That's what oh you said that's awesome that you got that many hits 
Yes. All right. Well, looking back at the Infinite Comics, okay. <laughs> do we have we have we seen um have we seen something about this or no? Like, have we seen a preview of what this is going to look like? They keep saying that, oh, it's a new format. It takes the best of both worlds, but it's not motion comics. Yeah, I haven't seen anything. They just said it's going to be tailored to, you know, fit the screen better. And the first thing we're going to see is the a no, uh, Avengers versus X-Men for, through the eyes of Nova. Right. By Mark Wade, right? Yeah. Well, as long as it's not Jeff Loeb, that's fine. Uh-oh. But, what? going to be talking about jeff loeb later and he's doing the ultimate spider-man is he really Mm -hmm. oh yeah i guess he is right but bendis is helping out with that right or no Mm -hmm. yeah well i don't know all right well i I, see here's what i think do you remember when they had the dot comics yes Mm -hmm. okay now do you remember when you clicked on the panel and like the panel came out at you and it and it kind of, and I think this was over ten years ago. This was like two thousand one, okay. right? This was this was like high school. Okay, so do you think it's something like that where you click on the panel and then like some of the like the characters of the frame kind of come out towards you more than the background? I mean, I don't. I like honestly, an, Andy, like I have an not interactive super thought about com- it. It could be, <laughs> but I really have not put very much thought into it. In all honesty, because. I'm a trade paperback kind of guy. Yeah, but are they going to collect stuff that's just for digital release into trades? Mm, good question. As a completist, I kind of have a problem with them releasing only digital stuff when I, you know, I want my bookshelf to have every single thing in it. Oh yeah, I'm going to want Nova's interpretation in the hardbound, you know, Avengers vs. X-Men. <laughs> I mean, they have to offer that, right? But do they? I mean, or is that an incentive to say, "Hey, you want it. You're going to get this." I don't know. I read the article and, and uh, Joe Casada is kind of like, oh, and also it'll be available as a standalone. And I was like, yes. But then I was like, wait a minute. No, they're saying it's a standalone. You can purchase just that because they said, well, you can, it, it'll be it'll be attached to the uh, AVX number zero. Um, yeah. It'll just come with that. Or um, as a digital or it will have you'll have a digital code for it on the copy, the paper copy of AVX number zero. And I was like, well, then that means it's only coming out in digital, right? You should ask uh, Grunwald, who's doing the trades. I may do that. We left on good speaking terms. I may do that. Yeah, you should just ask her. I'll do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't scared. What's she going to do? She's a nice lady. If you're last name Grunwald, you have to be nice. Is that true? It is. What what criteria do you have for that? Mark is is Mark Grunwald related to her? I don't know who Mark Grunwald is. Oh, he used to be a a top notch editor, um, and he, I want to say he passed away during the DC versus Marvel event back in ninety five or ninety six. Ooh, let's look that up. I don't know. She's got an umla over her name. Yeah, he had a umla too. Oh, it could be them. I'm going to look because I don't want to – I feel like we're giving all the readers bad information. We're just – I'm guessing stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't want Captain Marvel to come back. And you're like, maybe you need to check your facts. <laughs> how is that like any – how is that unlike every other show? <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Mark Gruenwald. That's him. See if it says he has – it doesn't say if he has kids or not. I don't know. I don't run into too many Gruenwalds, but that might be a sensitive subject, too. By the way, are you related to... Well, I mean, we can look up... We can wiki Jen. I'm talking about her like we're besties. <laughs> like, you know, my friend, Jen. There's a picture of her, Jen Grunwald, at 2007 New York Comic Con. Oh, she has a Facebook page. I mean, not Facebook, Wikipedia page. Yeah, man. Oh. Oh. Oh, it talks about the replacement of an E to replace the umla. <laughs> That's fantastic. Cultural depictions of vampire appearing in Ultimate Spider-Man during summer 2006, issues 95 and 96, was named after her by writer Brian Michael Bendis. 
she was also drawn into a backup story of Stan Lee meets Doc Strange one shot. Wow. She's been working there a long time, huh? Got to find out. She's, uh... Maybe she's related somehow. Maybe she's not. I don't know. Says it, well, she was born in 80. Oh, that's cool. Right on. Man, when I see that, I gotta be honest. When I see that, she's she was born in 80. She's 31 years old. I was born in 82. How come I don't work for Marvel? Mm, well, what's, what's going on here? What's happening in my life? It's all about the decisions that you've made. I, I don't I don't think I like that answer. Oh, it's not. I didn't say you made bad decisions. It's Holy cow! It's about the decisions that you've made, the thoughts you thought, and I can't figure out if they're related. Are you gonna break out in the song? Did you hear that thunder, man? It's about the. There uh, were like a, eleven tornadoes yesterday. Maybe a gas. There were eleven tornadoes. Yeah, in here in Louisiana. Whoa. Are you guys cool? Yeah, we're happy. Do you guys have a basement? No. Are you serious? You can't build a basement down here. It's it's like almost below the water table. Oh. You have an indoor swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has basements. Everybody who's lived here their whole life, so they're like, what's a cellar? Really? Yeah. Bunch of weirdos. <laughs> Wackos. <laughs> All right, moving on. What's our next issue? We're going to talk about Brian Wood on X-Men. Yeah, changes in the entire uh, X or uh, Marvel lineup here. We got some uh, interesting things coming down the pike. So, uh, what do you think, Brian Wood on X Men, moving from the indie scene? Now he was on uh, what Generation X back in the nineties. Whoa, way, way, way back. Yeah, like he he wrapped it up uh, when they went they went into this this um, dark this dark stuff with like. Um, Warren Ellis, he was doing all this counter thing called Counter X, and he so he got a hold. It was like when the movies were coming out, and he got a hold of Jenner. You there? Hello. Okay. Hello. You totally went out on me. Oh. You there? Hello, hello, hello. You there, buddy? Andy. Yeah, you there? Yep, I've been here. You here? Yes, I am. It still says that we we not are we're not connected. Still. That's what it says, but obviously we are because we're recording. Yeah, you're you're super muffled. Can you hear me now? Yeah, but it's still it's like you're you're in a cave. I'm in a cave. All right, hold on. Hello. All right. Yes, everybody's happy now. Uh, I think it's our internet connection, honestly. I... Hello. Okay, you said uh, you think it's your internet connection. <laughs> yeah, and we got to switch providers. So. Oh. Well, it might be. I mean, it's storming pretty bad here, so it might be that. Oh, well, I have yellow instead of white bars, and when it's white bars, that's good. Right, gotcha. So I apologize. All right, let's go back to Brian Wood. What were we saying? Oh, I can't even remember. No, I know I was talking about. I was well. I don't know what you where it cut out because I was talking about Warren Ellis. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's where it cut out. So yeah, uh, Brian Wood and Warren Ellis they uh, they co-wrote um, Generation X and kind of started to wrap it up. They wrote issues 63 to 70. It was it was kind of dark, you know, around the time the movies were coming out, all leather coats and stuff. But uh, that's that's the kind of like the only Marvel stuff I'm kind of familiar with. Oh, he wrote actually to issue 75. He closed that series. So, but currently he's writing um, Wolverine, the X Men, Alpha and Omega, where um, our good friend Quentin Quire is putting um, armor and Wolverine inside a, a Matrix construct that he's built in his mind. And I think the last thing we saw is he went into it also to kind of clean up because he fell asleep and things were going to pot. And so uh, he's going in there, and and uh, Wolverine is actually going berserk. He's in berserker mode because his mind has left his body, and now his body's in berserker mode. And uh, it has a good chance that he would actually kill Quentin. And so Quentin's got to go in and kind of return 
uh, Wolverine back to his body before he gets killed. But he's always out to prove that he's better than Wolverine and he hates him and everything. You should just kill Quentin and move it move along. You don't think it, you don't think Aaron's using him that well? Oh, I just never I thought he I just feel like he's so different from when Grant Morrison had him. That's probably true. He's like kind of comedy slapstick the antagonist to Wolverine whereas in when he was in Morrison's stuff and then all the stuff with Phoenix coming back like this guy was bad. He was nasty, you know? Yeah, and actually, what was that? There was a um, Phoenix song? Phoenix song, end song, war song, all that crap. Yeah, yeah, he was in, the, what, the second one? And Yeah, and he was in Riot, you know, Riot at Xavier's. Like, this guy was, he was just bad, and now he's like a sidekick. I'm not, right. not into that. Gotcha. All right, so you liked him better in the Morrison run. Yeah, I, I did. I think I have to go back and reread those. And actually, like, that's when I kind of got hooked on the X-Men because I was like, holy cow, I didn't know that they did all this. This is fantastic. Because I got Morrison's run from the very beginning. And, and at the same time, I was run, reading Uncanny. And I was like, I don't understand what's going on here. <laughs> like, they're, there's she's, she's hanging out with Angel. Husk is hanging out with Angel. They're going to visit nightcrawler's father and then at the same time this amazing story is going on that morrison's telling so yeah, um very discombobulated hickman is leaving i think marvel i don't know if he's going to do anything else for marvel um there was talk i think of him taking the avengers but i don't i think that kind of fell through i haven't heard much about that but you know bendis is moving on to something else um hickman seems to be moving on he was doing the ultimates he was doing fantastic four shield uh and ff so he was writing four books on on a monthly basis while shield was coming out bi-monthly or you know quarterly i don't know how that works yeah. but um so now he's working on a lot of creator owned projects he's working with uh is it rodriguez or something for red wing and um manhattan projects so He's starting to go out and do a lot of his own stuff. Hey, what do you think about this? Let me ask you this. If you, like, aspire to be a comic book writer, do you try to do your own stuff to get your name out there to be hired by Marvel or DC so that you can then eventually go and do your own stuff and make money on it? Or do you, like, what's the end goal? Is it to work for Marvel? You there? Bro? 